Welcome to episode two of Everse Chat. This episode is brought to you by my house shoes, keeping my feet warm since 2017. Welcome back to Everse Chat. This is episode two. Today we are going to talk about two different topics, uh, two very, very popular topics. Uh, the first one is the jump. So what is it like to actually transition from your nine to five to full time doing your own thing? And second, we're going to follow up with um, the concept of the roller coaster. I talked about this very briefly in episode zero, um, and I just want to dive into it a little bit more. Um, stay tuned to the end. I'm going to introduce a very, very special guest and a special series that we're going to kick things off with, and then also introduce a kind of challenge that I want to incorporate into Everse Chat. So uh, hang around and hope you enjoy the show. So taking the jump, um, I guess I'll start with sharing my story. So <laughs> um, my story is pretty funny. So of course we started our business in 2010. That does not mean, of course, we started right at 2010 and I just never got a job. I had odd jobs right out of college. I worked at Marriott. I worked at Walgreens. Um, I think those were the only two. Uh, there's probably some other stuff in there. Oh, yeah, I worked at, it was like this crazy call center. Um, I don't even know if they still exist. Uh, I'm pretty sure they were doing some illegal stuff with, um, like, home inspections, but I don't know. I, I was probably there for, like, a week, and we did not get along. Um, but, yeah, so before I was a full-time entrepreneur, I was what many people are, um, which is just kind of a part-time entrepreneur. You do it after work, you do it in between work, it breaks. Um, if you're fortunate enough or you just don't get caught, you do it while you're at work. Um, but yeah, so, so that was me in almost every single regard. Uh, so yeah, I had all those odd jobs, um, which created a whole different mess of baggage for us to unpack later on. But uh, long story short, my last job, I worked at a school and I picked that job because it gave me the time I needed to really focus on building the business. Um, it, it was very flexible. We could, you know, go out and, you know, cruise around and, and we were, I don't even know what the job really was. It, it doesn't exist anymore. It, it was whoever thought it out. Um, really, I think they were just going after grant money. I, I have no idea, but, um, I liked it because it gave me a lot of time and, you know, I, I started getting to that point. I remember it was like, I think it was like October and, you know, I said, Hey, I, 
I just had a really honest conversation with myself and I said, you know, you can't do both anymore. There's no way you can continue to work at the school and also grow your business. One of them is going to suffer and I think I would much rather, you know, the job that doesn't really need me suffer than the job that I've spent at this point, uh, like four or five years building. So go in and I say, hey, look, it's been great. You know, I've had this um, business and it's just getting to a point where, you know, I need to focus full time on that. And I remember the principal was kind of, she was kind of like, well, you know, hey, you should, you should stay a little bit. Um, you should stay longer. And said, well, that, you know, I really should get going after, you know, the two weeks that I'm trying to give you. And she said, hey, 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 how about this? You just, you, you stay until, uh, you know, the end of the year. And I said, no, nah, I don't know if I can do that. Well, just stay, stay until December. And I said, okay, um, me being a softy, I, I said, okay, instead of giving my two weeks, I would have been done by Halloween. I, you know, I, I elected to stay and it, it, it was terrible. You know, it, the, the concept of he who chases two rabbits catches none totally applied here. Um, so I started showing up like super late because I would still have to, um, be working um, my business during during those hours and after hours um, and I would you know I would be tired so I would come in uh, I think school started at um, I don't know it was some crazy time now that I think about it it was like seven o'clock I would come in at like 10 and, <laughs> and you know I would do that for for you know weeks and weeks and weeks and then one day you know, everybody just started acting really cold towards me. And I was like, well, hey, what's up? What's what's wrong with you guys? And then uh, the, the principal called me in her office and she was like, well, you know, I think that we're going to go ahead and discontinue your contract. And the range of emotions that went through my brain when this lady sat here and looked at me and was like, well, basically we're firing you. Um, I, I was happy because I finally got to leave um, like a month and a half after when I said I wanted to leave. Um, I was kind of mad in a overachiever sort of way that I was being fired. Um, but at the same time, I was kind of like, I told you so. It, it, it was weird. Um, so yeah, got fired. Um, and then you know, literally the next day I was just like, hey, I'm free. I, I have all this time. and you know, things really took off after that. So, um, my jump was a little bit more of a, uh, weird, like, have you ever seen those, those videos where someone's like jumping off a high, uh, like a diving board and they don't really know, like if they want to jump and they commit to it, but then by the time, you know, the, the springboard's in a weird place and then they just kind of flop that, that was my jump. So it was like a push jump fall kind of thing. Um, but yeah, you know, so I've been fired before, um, and I think that a lot of entrepreneurs probably have a similar experience where they just reach that critical point where they there's no way that they can do both, and you know it it, it can be very terrifying, very terrifying to try to do both. Um, so you kind of hang on for too long, and you know that's that's one thing that can happen.
So just thinking about my experience, I, I have a question. So do you think it's right to use a job as a stepping stone or is that a indicator of a person of low integrity and whatever you want to call it? I don't, I don't know. I mean, personally, I feel like, you know, a, you know, the, the nature of a employment relationship at large, not all of them, some are very genuine and, you know, they have their own intrinsic motivations, but the majority of them are uh, contracts. You have an employment contract and, you know, it is an exchange for work. I will hire you to do this job for X amount of money for X amount of time. And after that time or at any of our mutual consent or unilateral consent, uh, you know, we can just say up, oh, see you later. Bye. We don't need you. So, you know, that, that's kind of how I looked at those types of jobs and that's how I used them, whether it was Walgreens, um, whether it was a school district, um, whether it was Marriott, um, they were really means for an end for me because I knew that that wasn't my final career uh, trajectory. So I'm curious to see what other people think. Um, is, is, you know, I, I have a feeling that some people have more of a sense of duty um, to just do the best they can. I know that is more of an old school thought. My, uh, my father is really like that. Um, so when, uh, my brother and I told him we were getting it, going into business together, he was kind of like, well, you know, you should probably still have a day job and, you know, you need to commit to that, um, you know, a hundred percent. And then, you know, once you build up enough, then you can just leave. And I don't know, to, to me, that seemed really, really risky. Like, you know, commit all this time and effort and energy. And then, you know, at some succinct point, just uh, chop it off versus, you know, have at least some sort of safety net. So uh, up to debate. Um, I, I, I think that a lot of people will think differently, but I, I don't know. Okay, so moving on here, um, this really, taking the jump really leads into another concept. I, I, I guess this episode is really about, you know, the, the big scary things of, of entrepreneurship and, and starting. Um, and, I, and I find it appropriate that this is in the beginning of this podcast series. But, you know, the roller coaster associated with entrepreneurship is 100% real. I know, um, you know, well, well, there may be this perception out there that, you know, if you have, only if you have a really good idea, do, do you become successful in entrepreneurship? And I think that that is kind of misleading because, you know, some people, you never really know in a vacuum if your idea is good or great. Um, you can always assume that it is, and you should always have faith in yourself that you can bring a good idea to market or to a community, whatever it may be. But you you never really know until you get there. You know, you can do market research. You can you can uh, you know do focus groups. It really doesn't matter. Um, but when pedal, you know. Pedal, pedal to the metal, whatever, rubber meets the road, uh, whatever the heck you're going to call it. Um, once you get out there, 
that's that's when you really figure out um, if it's good or not. And a lot of people, I feel, go into um, business ownership with this idea of it's either going to be all great or I'm not going to make any money. And I think in reality, you're, you're somewhere in the middle. Um, there have been people that I've met that, you know, multimillionaires that say, well, hey, I started off super successful and I made millions and millions of dollars and I thought I had it all figured out. And then over the course of a month, I lost it all. Um, whether it's bad investments, whether it's, you know, just, uh, other, just the weird game of Thrones politics that sometimes happen in, uh, in business, um, they lost it all and then they rebuild it. Um, and, and you sit there and you wonder like, why in the world wouldn't anybody put themselves through that? Um, my opinion, when, when you think about it, it, it's not so different from any other job. You know, you, you have a little bit more control over what happens. Um, but, you know, the market is your boss uh, to, to a certain extent. And the market can one day say, hey, I don't need you. Uh, I think that as an entrepreneur, you have a you have the skills and you have the resources to actually see that coming to a degree um, and and prepare yourself. Uh, I think that that is a huge distinction between being employed and being an employer or even just being self-employed is that degree of control over when and how and if things end or transform, change, whatever you want to call it. Um, but, but yeah, that, that transition is, is definitely something that is, is, is terrifying and it, it is not something that is definitive either, which makes it even more terrifying. You know, the roller coaster is such that, you know, one day you're, you're just ecstatic because you just signed this, you know, million dollar contract and it's over the term of three years and then you know, you hit these pits where you get into reality of things like, okay, well, I have this contract, but, you know, no one's paying. Or what the heck is going on? I'm, I'm going to be broke. I, th- I thought I could put all my hope in this basket, and now uh, what's, go- what's going on? I think the solution to that conundrum is really to place your hope in multiple baskets, and not all of those baskets need to be monetary um, or on a monetary basis. So, you know, sometimes you need to develop new projects. Sometimes you need to end new projects. Sometimes you need to um, really focus on growing existing things. And in that way, you know, while you're riding a roller coaster on some new, you know, latest and greatest, you also are creating a new up for, you know, for a new project or, or for an existing project or, or wrapping up some bit of business that's been causing you a lot of stress. So yeah, it it really is a balancing act, but I think that as you progress down an entrepreneurial journey, you, you become comfortable and familiar with the roller coaster and those, those steep, uh, falls aren't so bad because you know how to prepare yourself mentally for them. All right, that's all the time we have today. Um, you know, again, comments, questions, um, anything. 
you know, really helps develop this show and bring it to where it needs to be, where you want it to be. So go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button. Um, well, if you don't like it, then I guess you would hit the thumbs down, but eh, whatever. Uh, hit the subscribe button, definitely the alert button. That way you can stay up to date on any new episodes. Also, we will be starting a new series um, with a guest speaker that will be on three different episodes, the three upcoming episodes, and we'll just be uh, really chopping it up. It's a good friend of mine um, out in Houston, um, headed out there pretty soon, and, you know, hey, it'll be fun. Uh, Saru thinks it's fun. That was him shaking his face. So, yep, again, hit the subscribe button, and I will talk to you guys later. See you.